everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-host, Brennan McCullough, and we have a special guest, a uh, Twitch streamer for Nerdist and Geek and Sundry, also a comedian and actor. We have Ify Wadiway. How are you doing, Ify? Good, good. How are you doing? Very good. Super thrilled to have you on our program. Oh, thank you so much. I'm I'm happy to be on, and it's so funny because, you know, we're, t- you know, talking via text at first and i you have a good podcast voice that's that's that was just a long way to compliment your voice (laughs) (laughs) thanks very much it's been developing over a couple years now (laughs) i'd also like to compliment doug in saying he has a notorious habit of messing up the guest names and you might have one of the hardest names we've had so far and he nailed it oh yeah whoa that's so true. I rarely ever get them correct. Uh, <laughs> and that's an, an interesting thing. Uh, what, where does that name come from? I've never heard anything quite like it. <laughs> oh, man, it's uh, Nigerian. I, my whole name is actually Ifi Shakude Wadiwe. But, oh, wow. Uh, early into my, like, I was, you know, going by Ifi Shakude with acting and comedy. And then I did, like, this acting workshop uh, where we were in front of this, like, manager and we do a scene. And so after my scene, he was like, uh, what's your name? And I was like, uh, Ify Shikude Wadiwe. <laughs> He's like, uh, do, do people have a nickname for you? I was like, yeah, people call me Ify. He goes, all right, that's that's your stage name. That's what you use. It's like, because I can't be on the phone asking about you and trying to figure out how to say your name. That's that, a lot of times if people can't get your name, they'll just stop. And it's like, oh, damn. <laughs> have you had any trouble at all getting your name on like social media stuff like on Instagram or Twitter? Oh my gosh. So here's the thing is I, my dream is to have just iffy.com and the Twitter just iffy. The problem with that is on Twitter, someone's squatting iffy and on, on like someone's squatting the do- domain iffy.com. And like, I'm still trying to wait for like when I really, make the big bucks i'm probably gonna buy it but till then it's gonna sit there (laughs) yeah gotta hate squatters (laughs) yeah oh man it's like it's so funny because there's one other like prominent iffy there's this like nigerian christian band called iffy and uh so they were killing me in in the google game at first but, (laughs) but i came out on top Nice. Yeah, honestly, when I googled your name, uh, there's all sorts of stuff. And yeah, you uh, have an IMDB. It looks like you've been in a handful of stuff. But I guess for our listener that's unfamiliar with your work, can you give them an explanation of who you are and what you do on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, primarily, I, I tell people I'm a comedian. That's where my base has been uh, growing up. Uh, my senior year of high school, I started this thing called Comedy Sports, which is like a short form improv deal that's based on a bigger institution. And from there, I kind of started doing more and more improv before I moved to L.A. And then when I came to L.A., that's when I started doing stand-up as well. And so I was doing improv at UCB, taking the classes. Eventually, you know, met six other black guys. We started a team, all-black improv team called White Women. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I was doing stand-up and improv and eventually sketch. So I was writing, writing comedy, performing comedy nonstop. And eventually, uh, you guys get the full origin story. There was a... Uh, one of the guys I've worked with uh, just doing kind of like SEO stuff started uh, the Twitch channel um, 
what was it called? A Social Tron Live. Oh, and this wow. was the one, yeah, with uh, Greg, Greg Grunberg. Yeah. And he, yeah, and it was very early Twitch, and it was so funny because because uh, when it was being described to me, I knew what he wanted, but he didn't quite know how to describe it. He was like, yeah, do you think you can, you know, kind of play video games with uh, a strong voice? And so I thought he meant, like, pretend to be the characters as, uh, you know. <laughs> and and then, like, we did, like, uh, back and forth, me and this guy. And then eventually he was like, no, just send me a video of you playing the video game while you I was like, oh, you mean, like, Twitch streaming? He was like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what I want. So I started doing that, and I met a guy, uh, Zach Eubank, doing that. And, uh, and then social Tron live, you know, that kind of fizzled out. Um, and then Zach gives me a call and he's like, Hey, you remember what you did for social Tron live? He's like, well, I'm going to do it for this company called geek and sundry. Are you in? And I was like, yeah. And so then I, that's when I started geek and strong, uh, sundry streaming. And then it was kind of all history from there okay. because that's kind of snowballed into like doing stuff with Nerdist because, you know, they're literally in the same office and mm-hmm. just nonstop. But all the all while that was happening, I was still doing comedy stand up, and so uh, I eventually uh, a year ago got booked as a writer on At Midnight and was writing for them for a year. Uh, it was great, and then uh, then now I'm writing for a show on True TV called uh, You Can Do Better. So just you know that writer life, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool, man. And it's funny you bring up Social Tron. I think if I'm not mistaken, one of the first uh couple of places I saw you was on The Attack uh and also oh, yeah. on John Gabris's High and Mighty podcast. And it's funny because we've actually had The Attack on numerous times on this podcast and same with John Gabris. And I was thinking to myself, if these guys are having you on their programs, like we need to get this guy on our program. <laughs> and it's just, it's just super cool to see then to find out that yeah you have all this twitch streaming going on with uh geek and sundry and nerdist it's very exciting stuff yeah yeah no the uh the attack guys are amazing like i uh i met that was also once again social tron so uh los from the attack yes was he was doing social tron and so that's where i first met him and so he was like hey man when you're still streaming come on you got to come on the attack and i was like of course and you know, I, I love coming in there and just goofing off with uh, <laughs> with Alex. He's insane in the best way. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, and then, you know, John Gabrus. I just know him through UCB, and so now, and we, and we normally would just, you know, we just send memes to each other. <laughs> and he was like, "Hey, man, uh, let's let's uh, can you come on High and Mighty? I want to do video games." I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." Yeah, when I saw that in my feed, I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. I'm so pumped. (laughs) Um, And speaking of video games, this is a comedy video game podcast that you're on right now. So let's speak about some of your favorite video games. Like, So what was the first console you owned and maybe the first game you remember playing? Oh, I'd say the first console is going to be the uh, NES. I remember remember very, very distinctly being the dumb kid who push the gun up into duck hunt and (laughs) and uh and then after that i think the next thing i had was snes and it was it was so funny because uh at the time my mom and dad were divorced my mom had the snes so i wanted to move to my mom's house obviously like i want to go i want to move there she has the snes uh (laughs) 
And then I think after the SNES, I, I, I totally missed the Dreamcast train. We never got that. Um, when my dad, before he remarried, when he was dating my uh, now stepmom, uh, my my now stepbrother and sister, they had a Sega Genesis. So, like, I kept telling my dad that I think he should marry. Like, if he's gaming... <laughs> has really affected my life in in ways like I was willing to take so many risks just to get video games. I was like, yeah, you should marry her. I, I, I want them to, I want him to be my brother because he had a Sega Genesis. <laughs> that is phenomenal. I think that is sound logic for a, a kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, I think, I think that's, you guys have something going. That's hilarious. <laughs> they, kind of, they kind of vaguely reminds me of, like the responsibility of like a child, like, I remember getting a puppy like when I was like eight or something, and then later my parents held it over me and were like, "Oh, you gotta take it for walks or something." It's like, "Ah, I don't want it." It's like, "Well, you wanted the dog." It's like, "Yeah, I was eight. Why'd you let an eight-year-old decide a life like changing decision like this? Like, don't let your children decide what to get, what dog to get, or if you're gonna get married." Yeah, it's a big responsibility. (laughs) I know. Yeah, that's that's happened so much. Like, I that uh, uh, I always feel bad because my uh, my mom had these like two guys she was dating and she asked me to choose which one. And like, I'm telling you, this is once again, kid logic. So one of the guys that, um, she was dating, I had a crush on his daughter. So I was like, Oh, you should keep dating. (laughs) But I was like, there's no way that could have possibly ended. Well, like if they got married now, (laughs) now this girl I have a crush on is technically my sister. Oh, geez. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you just moved to Alabama and you're set. (laughs) <laughs> yeah didn't think that one entirely through but i see i can understand why um yeah. so and then obviously gaming's come a very long way and it's a uh, probably a lot about a lot of the stuff you talk about on some of your streams re- revolves around gaming so what is like your more recent console that you've been playing are you kind of a pc guy do you stick to a certain console or are you all over the place oh yeah i I am uh, definitely PC master race, but, okay. <laughs> but like the, the part of me that has always been that game enthusiast is aiming to get all three. So now I have a PS4 and I, and it's so funny cause I see the Xbox one S on sale, but like, it's kind of this, like this crossroads I'm at because I know technically it's more just for my, you know, gaming, uh, boner, like my gaming you know, <laughs> collection. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, I have them all. Yeah, you know, but and but part of me is like, I've I primarily game on PC. Like the only thing I've been playing on PS4 really has been 2K, and that's and 2K is like I've never been a sports game guy, but the RPG element really just made me get into it. Like that's how much I like RPGs. Is if you add an RPG element into a genre that I don't really care about, I'll probably start caring about it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a basic plan though. Like. Uh, some of the like basic games like uh, Papers Please. You're yeah. you're a border guard, a border patrol, but there's like sort of an like RPG element where you could influence the story and stuff. And it's this massive game now. It's great. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's uh, it's it's crazy. Just because that's all you, and that's what's cool too is like I feel like we've reached the point where we can have like just every type of game so we're not afraid of taking risks i feel like you know triple a companies won't take risks but now uh indie games are more accessible where people can take risks and not uh worry about you know sales and yeah deadlines 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I well the documentary, I think it's indie game where it's Super Meat Boy and Fez and um Braid, where they only sold like a few thousand copies, but like that was a ton of money for them and stuff because it was all yeah. going right back to them. So they were able to keep taking those risks and changing ideals and you know, how games are seen, especially Jonathan Blow, who's very creative and like innovative, though I'm not the biggest fan of his games. Yeah. So it's incredible. Oh yeah. Another thing I noticed is that you're a fellow podcaster and you have a DBZ podcast with Danny Fernandez called Krillin oh, It. Yeah. <laughs> that is <laughs> yeah. so cool, man. I mean, we are big DBZ enthusiasts on this podcast and there's often at many episodes where we go off on tangents and then apologize to the listener because that's, this isn't a DVD, <laughs> DBZ podcast, but you actually have one. Uh, do you want to speak on that a little bit? Like, Oh yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. So that was just, it was, it was one of those like dumb moments for me because, you know, Danny Fernandez is a good friend of mine and we got to a point where we were kind of sharing DBZ memes with each other and always talking about dbz and like i just felt like just within our scope there weren't that many comedy dbz podcasts where like i felt like the the new golden standard with comedy podcasts is like they start off on a subject and then you go on a tangent <laughs> but but like the your the core of your podcast is that subject oh, video games yep. for us yeah yep. <laughs> and, yeah so what's cool about it is like that's perfect for filler episodes where we don't have much to talk about. We can just escape it. And then the episodes where it's meaty, there's some episodes where we're just talking about DBZ. And you get the best of both worlds where no one can complain when we go on a tangent because we're like, well, it's a comedy podcast. So yep. but no. nice. <laughs> we use and abuse that same logic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. very much so. <laughs> Oh man, but uh, my biggest thing is I I've been slacking on Super. I need to jump in there. I'm hearing lots of dope stuff, and I'm like, it's only I feel like it's a well that I've been holding back. Where eventually it's gonna it's gonna break, and I'm gonna just be drowning in spoilers. Yeah, I I need to get into it myself, and that's one thing I was gonna ask you since you are such a big fan. What are your thoughts on Kai? I never watched any of it. But I hear it's just kind of like the condensed version of the previous seasons, and I'm not sure that I would enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. All it is is it cuts out the fillers and like gets to the fights faster. Um, me and Danny both have come to this consistent. Uh, both come to this consensus uh, is that it's probably perfect for someone who's never watched DBZ before, because now you'll, because uh, rewatching it has showed me how slow it kind of drags and how hard it would be to get someone who's never seen anime, never been into DBZ before to watch it because yeah. it's just so long. But if you love DBZ, it's all nostalgia and then it's all cool for you. Like, yeah, we want as a fan, I do want to know what it would be like if Goku and Piccolo went to the DMV, you know, <laughs> <laughs> But if you're not a fan, then like you're like, what is this? Yeah. So yeah. I feel like, yeah, Kai is perfect for the next generation of fans, you know? Okay. No, that's a great explanation. Cause yeah, I, I, I'm with you on the nostalgia. I, throughout college, rewatched every Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and GT, which I know is kind of forbidden and everyone talks shit on that. We don't talk about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it was, like you said, a little on the slow side, but, the nostalgia goggles were keeping me through it. Oh yeah. Yeah. You get, you get amped because you know what is coming. You yeah. Know? That's yeah. true. Oh yeah. 
So, so you're looking for the little pieces of like foreshadowing and all the little like tidbits of the show. Definitely. That's like I recently played uh, One Piece uh, Pirate Warriors 3, which is just like a Dynasty Warriors clone. And I was telling a buddy of mine, I'm like, if you don't want to sit through the 450 some episodes of that show, because God knows they're not all good. But if you just want a condensed like story, like here's the main gist. If you want more details, you can find them out yourself. Otherwise, just play this game, and you know you get you burn through the whole four hundred some episodes of plot in, I'd say about maybe about twenty hours. That's a lot simpler. <laughs> oh damn! Yeah, that's that is. Yeah, because I listened to your uh, podcast, and I have since watched some of the DBZ episodes, the old ones. And God, some of those, <laughs> some of those are just tough. <laughs> Get through. You're like, man, do we really need this? Or, or what's worse is the episodes that you sit through and it's over, and you're like, oh, nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> or that that's so true. Or when you're like, you're older now, and you look back and you're like, wow, Master Roshi was that much of a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> you catch all the like innuendos and adult jokes you didn't get know as a kid. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. There's there's recently a scene in the last episode we watched where like Boma's talking about going to space and he's he's like oh three months alone with Boma and in his glasses <laughs> you see her boobs and I was like this is ridiculous <laughs> oh my god well even Dragon Ball they showed well they would show Goku naked all the time and I think there's oh, yeah. a few shots of Boma like so but with the when it got translated to U S those were like all censored out that's mm-hmm. right yeah. Yeah. Like, they weren't they weren't down for that. They were like, we're not gonna let that bang swing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um well then let's also talk about some of your Twitch streaming. Uh I, you do some for Geek and Sundry and Nerdist. Um just let's start with Geek and Sundry. What do you stream for them? At, at one point you were doing a Magic the Gathering stream. Are you still doing that? Oh yeah. No, no, they got rid of Mulligan. It, it was just such a slow burn that I feel like it just a lot of, you know, a lot of people, plus Magic is a boring game to watch if you don't play. Like, okay. I feel like in, in with Twitch, if you don't play the game, like, there's a lot of people who's like, oh, I don't play MOBAs, but I'll watch. I don't play, you know, first-person shooters, but I'll watch. Magic, it's, if you don't play it, it's, everything is lost on you, and you're like, what the hell is going on? And it's kind of hard to keep up the banter when you're trying to think about your next five moves. So, I can see why it just didn't do as well. Okay. But eventually, I started doing this a show called back to school with uh erica ishii which was kind of like a general gaming show where we talked about gaming news played the new games interviewed people uh but around that time i ended up getting um picked up by at midnight so i was gone for a year so then i came back and i was doing two shows with geek and sundry uh called uh required viewing where we just uh watch a show uh not a show watch a movie and we give you the show facts time so that you can sync it up and it's kind of just like a you know mst 3k doug benson interruption style twitch show where you're watching along and we're riffing on it okay and then Another show is called Flip Squad, where me, Cameron, and uh, Hector Navarro uh, pretend to be scientists, and we try and do stunts in games like GTA and Just Cause, and like kind of try and map out how we'll accomplish the stunt. And the chat room gets to bet on whether or not they think we'll accomplish said stunt. Uh, 
But uh, and then on Fridays, I did Friday Thunderdome with Nerdist, where it was just a general <laughs> gaming show, and it was a blast. But for, uh, for the next four to six weeks, I will not be there because I'm on this writing job. But once uh, I'm done, once I'm done, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> nice. And also, I I think I heard that you are a father. I'm not sure how recent that is, but how does that yeah. affect uh, the Switch streaming and all that you're trying to balance? Uh, I have a yeah yeah I have a six month old, and you know it's balancing it is is it can be tricky sometimes, but for the most part, you know, I I'm able to make it work because you know my wife's been helping me, you know, with all that where like, you know, I, I help her out when I can. And then when it's like stream time, then like, you know, she's like, all right, we'll take the baby here. Or sometimes she'll pop the baby in, you know, where it's like, <laughs> it's like, Hey, check, check out this baby. Some people want to see the baby. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Always bright today. <laughs> Has that affected how you see like stories or games? Like when you're playing, like, I know for me, I don't have a daughter. Thank God. I'm a, horribly (laughs) irresponsible person i cannot take care of another human life but playing the last of us and that opening cutscene, i playing it through it three times like it eventually wore me down and got to me real hard oh yeah have any of like those stories hit you uh you know not gaming yet i haven't really hit any gaming stories like that yet but like i don't know if you've seen the arrival yet that uh that kind of like uh hit me pretty i was like oof man and like I recently, I was late on this stream, but I recently watched Interstellar, and, like, the idea behind that has made me think nonstop of just the, you know, the, like, risk versus reward, like, you know, if, you know, he potentially had the chance to never see his daughter again and miss the her whole life in hopes to save her life and then like at the end coming back and seeing her, like, super old, like, it was like, man... Yeah, dude. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I can't, can would I be able to do that? I think the only thing I have that compare that to is finding my old Pokemon red game. And I found my far, <laughs> my far fetch was in the daycare for like 15 years and just super jacked, but it doesn't have the emotional weight to that as that story. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> but, um, Brent, do you have any other questions before we maybe play a conversation game? Sure. Uh, I saw you were in the one video. I uh, forgive me. I forget the name, but it was like different types of drinks, but it was like Harry Potter themed. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's drink. Yeah, let's drink. And you had a three-headed dog or something, and it was essentially just a Bloody Mary, but just filled <laughs> with hot sauce. Yeah. And you down that. You like pounded that. How are you alive? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that that drink, like with me, is like I typically like dancing. I I don't I I wouldn't say I'm like a big spicy dude, you know, love spicy, but I dance with kind of that spice stuff. And habanero, I've kind of danced with many times. That uh, we're good friends, and I like the fact that the spiciness totally masks the alcohol because that that's a good alcoholic cocktail for me. Is like when you don't taste it, that's when it's the best and extremely dangerous yes agreed <laughs> like you like you're like oh man this uh woof this is gonna wreck me yep <laughs> i think for me i i can't have something that tasty i need something you can taste the alcohol <laughs> so i can pace myself because there's plenty yeah. of nice where you just down them and next thing you know you're on the 
bathroom floor of God knows whose apartment. Yeah, and you're just like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I just saw that and I, oh my stomach is turning because I have like bad acid reflux. So just oh, the man. mix of hot sauce and alcohol would have me just going. Yeah, insane. I can imagine. Yeah, I, I don't. I almost don't know how I did it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think, it was it was a journey. I think it was you actually who tweeted something about like how you had a long night of drinking, how you never wanted to drink again, and then somebody bought eggnog, and you're like, "Oh, I'm ready to party!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was oh man, that yeah, that's actually a fun story. So I went. Uh, my mom's from Louisiana, and we we're in New Orleans for uh, a few weekends ago. And my first night there, I just went zero to a hundred. Like I got there, started drinking. We were drinking at the house. Started. Walking walking uh, around Bourbon Street, just getting drink after drink. And then I had this huge hurricane. And the next day I was just hungover and puking. And we, I bought tickets uh, for, to see the saints at the Superdome. Oh, wow. And uh, the worst place to be when you're hungover is a loud <laughs> football stadium. Holy crap. <laughs> And so we're, so I was in there and like, I puked in the stand, <laughs> like I puked in the bathroom and it was so funny. Cause I was like, Oh man. And I had my hand on the wall. I was in the stall and then I cramped up. So then I started kind of convulsing in a weird way. Oh. And then I noticed it was like those stalls where if you're tall, you can see the person next to me. So I just looked oh, yeah. and I left <laughs> and there's a guy just staring at me. I'm like, hey, oh. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> How you doing there? <laughs> um, it was it was rough. Uh, That's brutal. <laughs> on a similar note, I, I don't know. It wasn't actually because of drinking. I might have just been legitimately th- sick. But I was thinking to myself, where's the weirdest place I ever puked? And it was uh, in a freaking high school. I was visiting my aunt uh in north carolina and she worked for a school and she just just for some reason was taking me and my sister in uh just to say hi to everybody and i puked right in the principal's trash can right as we walked in so i felt really bad (laughs) about that that's a doozy what a memory i think mine was probably new year's i drank an entire bottle of vodka by myself in one night and we went to like a family that we never see like two hours away so i'm just in the car right nauseated and as soon as i got there it just exploded Oh man, yeah, that's the that's the worst when you like you you barely make it. You're like, Bleh! yeah. <laughs> like I, I while I was talking to them, I could feel it coming up. I'm like, I'm gonna be right back, and I just like ran outside and I came in just, but like it cleansed everything. Like I was perfectly fine after I got everything out. Uh I I haven't drank in a long time since. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I thought I thought I was gonna not drink for a while, and then then here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going. Um, so one thing we like to do on our show is play a conversation game. Um, would you be interested in playing? Yeah, yeah, let's go. All right, this is called I Was the Walrus. Alright guys, so we're playing I Was the Walrus, and I'm gonna, I have some 
category is already picked, so I'll judge. So we got Iffy versus Bren. Um, let's see here. What's the best one we got? All right, so it's funny. This morning I went to get an iced coffee and I was in the gas station thinking, oh, what would pair well with this? And I saw singular zebra cakes for sale and I decided to eat that and lo and behold, I feel like shit. So what's the worst <laughs> thing you could eat first thing in the morning? And let me know when you guys have your answers. All right, I got it. I got it. All right. I think I got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm ready. All right, guys. Round one. Three, two, one, go. Hair of the three-headed dog. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was, I was going to say uh, some spicy gumbo, so we're, we're the same. <laughs> Close. Yeah, yeah, same mine. Oh. Now take that gumbo, add tequila, <laughs> Mexican beer, Worcester sauce, and a celery, and it's basically the same thing. Oh, so that was that beverage, the Bloody Mary yeah. with hot sauce. God damn it. Oh. <laughs> Worcester sauce was in there. Oof. Ooh. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, we tequila. got some spicy gumbo. That sounds delicious, but also not great on an early morning stomach. Ooh. Wait, hmm. let me go down with exactly what's in this. Tequila, tomato <laughs> juice, lime juice, Worcester sauce, Tabasco, Mexican beer, kosher salt, chili powder, and celery. Okay. I'm going to give that one to Bren because <laughs> that just sounds ridiculous. And the crazy thing is just the fact that we know Iffy drank that and survived. So uh, you deserve, uh, you get some bonus points for that because that's impressive. Um, but that brings us to round number two. Let's see what you guys make of this question. Um, all right. So if you had to play a video game for a living, i.e. nine to five, just one game every day for the rest of your life, what would you pick? That's up in the air of whether it'd be like a game that's long enough where there's plenty of stuff to find, or if it's something it's, like repeatable, like Rocket League, where you can just do match after match after match. Yeah, I have mine. I think I got mine. I'll go with this. All right, guys, let's see what you guys came up with. Round two, three, two, one, go. Overwatch. Ooh. Planet Coaster. Mm. Planet. I was what? actually thinking Planet Coaster. Okay. I was actually thinking Overwatch. I was tempted to say that. I think Planet Coaster would be better because it's the guys that did Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 and then they went off to their own company. So the rest of the Roller Coaster Tycoon franchise has gone to shit. Like it's terrible now. And this is the predecessor, or, you know, the prodigal son of that franchise. And it's insanely customizable. Like you do so much. You can take, you can import your own MP3 clips and put oh, yeah. them in the game. So, I heard someone speculating about making like a Vegeta roller coaster called Ooh. the Gallic Gun, and they take the clip from the show where he says that, and then right as the coaster launches, it would play that audio clip. <laughs> and Ooh. like, it just sounds like you could do you could get lost in there for years. Oh yeah, I, it just came out, and it is top of Steam, top seller. Yeah, wow, oh, I'm yeah. checking it out now too. It does yeah, look yeah, really yeah. interesting. <laughs> Holy crap, that's that's a good answer. But then again, Overwatch, I like what you were saying earlier with like Rocket League and the replayability of just like hopping in a couple matches. I feel like as a job, that might be more manageable. Like you could still ma get a lunch break and feel like, oh, I had yeah. this many wins before lunch. Yeah, and I feel like also it's just if you get, you know, a nice little taste of, of everything, like you get like the first person shooter aspect, you get kind of the MOBA aspect. Uh, also, now with the new arcade modes, it's so yeah. much it's so much 
so many ways you can play. So you feel it feels like you're getting like so many games in one. Like I was doing the three three v three, and I didn't know that it was like round based, where if you die, mm-hmm. you're done. And I was like, oh, this is new and fun. Like definitely, it's- yeah. It's very interesting. And since it came out, my buddy made a good point. He says quick play is his least favorite mode now. Now that there's arcade <laughs> mode. Yeah, and I have to agree with that because anytime I jump in, I just go mystery heroes all the time, and it forces people to play other characters instead of just ha- harping on the Hanzo all goddamn day. Stop playing Hanzo. Yeah, <laughs> he's broken as hell. Oh man. Um. Well, that yeah, I'm gonna give this one to Iffy with Overwatch because I I don't I don't know I do want to play this Planet Coaster, but I think just the fact it was more or less there's a lot of options with both. I I think I'd go Overwatch. I imagine you're getting like really salty and yelling at some dude playing Bastion, and then you get sent to HR because you have to talk about what you said on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> oh, geez, man, that's hilarious. Like it's more of a yeah, it's more of a nine to five job. It's more you can more calculate exactly what you do in that game. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, that brings us to round three. It's anybody's game. Someone walks away winner. Um, let's see which question is best. Let's go with what is the slogan to your energy drink. I.e. Red Bull gives you wings. I guess you can name your own energy drink too if you want. Mm. Oh God! No. <laughs> it's it's so energy drink the best energy drink slogan. Yes. Um, I think I'm gonna go. I got I got I I got mine. I think I know. Okay. How about you, Brent? I got the slogan. Now I just gotta think of the name for the drink itself. I got it. All right, guys. This is round three. What's your energy drinks slogan? Three, two, one, go. If you can go first. Unleash the beast. Um, monster energy drink. <laughs> nice. My energy drink would be called Jimmy Lightning. God damn it, Brent. Dumb little beaver from Peggle that Doug loves so much. And its slogan would be, let it in ya. Just let it in you. Oh, that's too creepy. <laughs> I'm going with monster just because it's a, a, a proven <laughs> slogan that works very well. Uh, so that's how we play. I was walrus. Thanks for doing that. Ify. Um, I don't know. I'm feeling that let it in you. I'm like, yeah, I, I want to let this energy drink in me. <laughs> just this it. dumb, like dumpy little fat cartoon beaver riding a skateboard. And it just says, let it in you. <laughs> oh God. I, that, I just can't Bren. All right. <laughs> but that was a fun episode. Uh, thanks so much for well, joining us. If he, before we end, I have a few things. Oh, sure. Since, since he brought, I was trying to avoid overwatch cause I talk about it too much already on this podcast, but, I saw uh, you tweeted uh, Ify, about Doomfist, and that oh, he might yeah. potentially be the newest character. Yeah. I've heard rumors that he might be voiced by Terry Crews, and yeah, that yeah. has me, f- like, inc- he's already my favorite character by that alone. <laughs> I know, yeah. Yeah, that's that would be, yeah, that would be great. And then Terry Crews has already been like, I'm interested, so I'm sure oh, yeah. they immediately, like, have been like, hey, uh, Terry, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> We get in the studio for a bit. Yeah. I, I doubt he would be a support because they just had Anna come out for the yeah. support. But I heard someone speculate how funny it would be if he was like a tank support and he'd heal you with punches. So he'd punch <laughs> you back to life. 
Oh man, that's amazing. I, mean, I think we need to build this uh, Doomfist up ourselves. <laughs> Get in the was it Steam Workshop or whatever that is. Get yeah. all the models already. Oh my god. Also, for the DBZ one, I just have to ask, what are your feelings on PyCon? Um. Hmm. I don't know. Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> that's my problem. He's one of my favorite characters, and he's either. I either get endless shit for it, or no one remembers him at all because he was in like three episodes. Yeah, it was very and now. Now, th- yeah, I had to Google him, and now that I see him, I remember Pycon. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I thought he was cool. He like he looked like he had a different look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yep. Yeah. Let's 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 talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah, those lips are weird. Uh, <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, but we'll, you know, won't argue but, that. <laughs> he almost yeah, looked no. like a Namek to me. Like he has like that weird. Uh, he also was one who would wear weighted armor, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, was super weighted. Yeah, yeah. I think the reason I loved him is because Piccolo was my favorite, and I think this is the closest we'd get to like a Super Saiyan Namek. Like, yeah. Piccolo never gets stronger than the Cell Saga. Oh man, yeah. We were actually talking about that on the recent episode where like they got to do something about Piccolo and Super. Like they got to make him stronger. He can't just sit there and just be trash, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz he he uh fuses with Nail and then fuses with Kami and then nothing. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Oh god. Oh, just He's send him to the hyperbolic time chamber. He'll be fine. Um <laughs> <laughs> But uh if that's it, Bren, let's do some plugs and give Ify the opportunity to plug all the stuff that you're doing lately. Cool. Then if, uh, hey, if on uh, Thursday, the December 1st, my episode of Greatest Party Story Ever is going to drop on MTV. I tell a story about a party I went to and they animated it. And uh, I, I got a clip. I'm probably going to drop it. Uh, I've dropped it last week. Traveling time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be real fun. I'm really excited about it. I they let me just go. They're just like, yeah, just tell the story, and then they just animated it. So that's awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited. Cool. That's awesome. It reminds me of uh, Shorties watching Shorties. They yeah, yeah. Animate the yeah. little stand up bits. <laughs> yeah, that's that that's kind of what it's like. God, I miss that. that like, great idea, but I understand why because animation takes forever. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's I, the time when I actually like taped it versus mm-hmm. like the time that it's being released is so, so long. <laughs> you probably <laughs> forgot about it. And they sent you the email like, Hey, your episode's yeah. going out Monday. It's like episode of what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> also, where can they f- tune into your Twitch streaming? Oh yeah, uh, so uh, you can you, you can go to my personal stream at uh, Twitch uh, TV slash ifds, or you can find me on the Geek and Sundry stream uh, Twitch TV slash Geek and Sundry and Twitch TV slash Nerdist for the Nerdist stream. Totally, and you know, yeah, definitely uh, check out uh, when it airs. Uh, True TV's you can do better. Excellent, yeah. that's so exciting. And now for the boring plugs, where can we find you, Brad? <laughs> The place you hear every freaking episode. <laughs> uh, I'm on Twitter at ABTS Brendan, and that is it. Oh, 
I forgot to mention, I got Pokemon Sun, and I literally have not been playing it since I got it. Like, I'm going on, like, 13 hours. Nice. We'll have to bring our listeners up to date next time we record. But, and yeah. listener, if you enjoy our show, please give us a like or follow on Facebook and Twitter. Our handle's ABT Silence. I personally Twitch stream every Tuesday and Thursday over at twitch.tv slash ABT Silence, just playing a couple different games, sometimes roguelikes, sometimes anything. So, if if you're into that, come hang out and chat. But we really can't thank you for joining us enough, uh, Ify. That was such a blast. Yeah, thank you so much. It's uh, it's been uh, it's been fun. Absolutely, and thanks, listener. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.